Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nerdy parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare our experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between. Welcome to episode 22, Online Parenting Spellbooks. So, yeah, um, how have you been doing? How, how, how are you, man? I'm okay, Bruno. Thank you very much. Uh, I've been okay. Um, it's amazing how quickly it became cold here in the UK. Um, I feel like two weeks ago we were talking about having a heat wave and feeling like we couldn't be, you know, bear ourselves. And now it just gets cold and I actually have an electric blanket. What's that about? I know, isn't it just? It's like... I don't know, it feels weird how drastic it can change yeah. from one day to the other. And it's it's funny also that we were commenting yesterday how you were like, oh, the days are getting uh, colder. And I was like, yeah, and they're lasting less too. And you're like, oh, no need to mock me, mate. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was pointing out something else as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, so how how I've been doing? Let me see. Um, yeah, I've been doing okay. Uh, things have been pretty much normal. Um, not much to report. I mean, Nico swimming restarted. Um, so I've been doing that again. We obviously for the summer break we um, we stopped that for a while, uh, but now it has restarted. Um, so we've got that going on, uh, and other than that, it's just been kind of normal. I'm planning. Um, I'm going on holidays next month uh, to Palma just to uh, to rest, chill because we didn't really do that specifically during this summer and um, uh, I'm also traveling for work um, so yeah just kind of you know it's a transitory month and then next month we're um, uh, just going to have a few more activities and then you know it'll Christmas will come soon tell me that about traveling for work though because I'm curious what is that about what do you mean like yeah where are you going oh I'm going to Egypt um, so I'm just going to stay there for a few days and uh, I'll be uh, helping out um, some of our colleagues in Egypt uh, on, you know, uh, some of the ways that we do our job just to see if we can um, I improve the way that uh, the job is done, look for any opportunities in that. So, yeah, just going there for a few days to do that. Oh, nice. Look at you, Mr. Big Shot. Mm, yeah, something like that. Uh, no, 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 no. It was, it's, it's a long time coming, really. Uh, so yeah, we're we're going to do that. It's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting. I've never been to Egypt, so it's going, it's going to be an interesting one, for sure. Are you going on your own, or is Marty going? No, 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 no. no. Marty's not going. Um, no, I'm going with a work colleague as well. So uh, we're both going there. <clears throat> so yeah. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Well, I appreciate to bring bring us a, a souvenir and to print a lot of pamphlets on foreigners and fathers so that you can just throw them to the wind. <laughs> yeah, get like an Egyptian following uh, when I go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah precisely. Um, yeah, I, I'm... I mean, that's the main reason you're going, right? To that is us? the main not, reason. Yeah. Not for the other work, it's, it's for promo, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally going there. And speaking of which, I'm going to uh, charge you uh, half of the expenses in that case. 
No, no, no. Remember, it's tax. It's tax cuttable. Yeah. So it comes out of for taxes. Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, Deductible. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, cuttable. yeah. What the hell is cuttable? Um. Anyways, what's new with Nico though? Because we're we're starting to ramble. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, what's new with Nico? He's. Um, let me see. What isn't new? Uh, he's just been developing really, really well. Um. He's. Uh, he's now kind of doing things on cue kind of like you ask him to do something and he's doing it which he wasn't doing it very much and to be honest he's still a little bit cheeky he still doesn't always do it but you know you he can do like a high five and uh he uh, if you ask him for a kiss he, he will uh he will give like he will rest his mouth on your cheek um, not exactly giving a kiss but he understands at least a little bit of what's behind it and um um yeah, I mean, what else has been going on with him? He's just, again, still very mobile. Um, he almost could reach the floor when he was using one of the bikes he got for, for his birthday. And he could almost reach the floor, so he was using that as well. And he's just, yeah, going from one place to another and uh, just getting our house uh, in a mess. Essentially, what his favorite activity is going through uh, drawers and uh, just taking everything out and just putting it on the floor and uh, yeah that's his favorite thing to do so yeah <laughs> that's what we have been doing nice. so essentially we kind of let him do it and then we just keep uh, our daily lives are basically going after him and organizing everything that he puts uh, outside so we don't do it that often but uh, but yeah that's that's basically something recurring now um, good. And yeah, good. What, what about you? What about Neem? What's new with you? What's new with Neem? Uh, with me, not much. Uh, not really, now that I think about it, not that much. <laughs> uh, Any new shirts? Nim -nim. I, I know that you always have some nice shirts with nice prints on yeah, them. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Not yet, not yet. Something is in the pipeline. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, but no, not yet. Um... What can I say new about? No, really, not not that much. I think I lost weight, but I'm not sure. So maybe there's that. Uh, with Nim Nim, you sound like you've lost mobile. weight. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I sound I, I sound thinner. Yeah, yeah, you sound, you sound thinner. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nim Nim is very mobile. Uh, she still wants to grab your hand, but she is fast, like. Sonic fast, like every time she starts walking, I hear the. Oh, so that's that's why you think you've lost weight because you've she's yes. just basically walking you everywhere. Yeah, she's forcing me to do a marathon daily. <laughs> uh, she's also very vocal, uh, so she talks all the time and she's super loud, like proper loud. She, and sometimes she even yells. Well, not sometimes, the majority of the time she yells. Like she sees something. And instead of going like, ah, ma, ma, she goes like, ah, ah, like she is really loud. And I know it sounds ironic coming from me, but she is incredibly loud. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Whether well, yeah. she, she gets it from. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. It must be Holly's side. Um, so yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> the mic didn't even pick her up when she was recording, and she is the loud one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what's new with her? Well, she's growing, so for, we sometimes have she's problems so with clothing now. Yeah. Yeah, because we we put like we buy like 12 to 18 leggings, for example, 
and they barely feed and she's just 13 months so i'm like oh wow why is she so huge <laughs> but yeah and also she's starting to look more toddlerish like her portion her proportions and her factions in her face are starting to look yeah. less baby more toddlerish so she looks more mature uh, but yeah that's that's basically what's going on with her cool yeah sounds good i can validate that on some of the pictures you sent and everything she's just growing up very very quickly we actually have a little bit of the opposite nico is just a little bit uh, smaller so the clothes is like we actually got him some clothes that we thought was going to be the next size up but he hasn't grown into them yet so we we have to uh, scramble a little bit to get new clothes of well, his size <laughs> I think it's like the joke we made a few episodes back that is just the, the exclusive from the Pokemon versions because Nico is a little bit small but he walks and Nim Nim doesn't walk yet but she's quite tall. <laughs> yeah, 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 something like that. I'm sure they'll always keep those kind of differences and stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was reading, I actually got a notification saying that now in terms of speech, um, like anything can happen up until the point that they're two-year-old pretty much like they say that some some one-year-olds can already start saying words but some two-year-olds might still be in the beginning of speech anyway so apparently they were like it's anyone's game now when it comes to speaking well so to our kids it's going to be even different because they have other languages that's, to learn. that is true yeah yeah so it's going to be even more different um, yeah, exactly. But anyway, what we're here to talk about today is um, online parenting advice. So online parenting advice uh, is basically today's version of a community raising a child, I suppose, um, on a, a fast-paced environment where everyone is forced to kind of work and more and more hours um, you kind of end up you end up relying on other people and you kind of end up relying on what others say to you and a lot of that comes through uh, online methods uh, some of them are better than others um, but uh, that's where a lot of information come from comes from you know you've got your forums such as reddit you've got like your tiktok videos um you've got your facebook moms you the, the websites as well um so just a lot of opinions and um like everything when it comes to online you kind of have to be smart in order to uh research what actually works for your child works for you um and it's kind of I don't know if you had this, uh, Bruno, but when I was, uh, when we were young, I think everyone pretty much had it. Like there was this, <clears throat> excuse me, there was this big thing about um, that teachers didn't want you to research uh, stuff on Wikipedia. They wanted you to research it on like books and uh, and other sources. Um, and uh, uh, did, you, did you have that? Did you have that, that thing where teachers didn't want you to research that? Not all of them. Some of them did. Some of them didn't care. But the best one I had is if you're going to go like that. This is actually advice from one teacher. He said, if you're going to research on Wikipedia, just make sure that you click on the sources so that you can check the sources of where the Wikipedia article has been taken from. That way, that's what you can quote on your 
on your sources and also you can verify if it's okay if it's right or not precisely and that's exactly what i was going to say that's basically the advice that um uh, that that that's how it has grown is that wikipedia is a bad source in the sense that it's not so much that the information there isn't correct or not but what you should do is you should go to the sources of wikipedia and then uh, use those uh, to uh, educate yourself and what i want to say with this is that you can kind of need to apply the same thing for online parenting advice uh, which is if you're reading advice about parenting uh, unless it's just like general advice but if it's like a parenting style or some techniques or something always make sure that you go to the sources rather than trusting the first person who tells you on a TikTok video or something like that um, mm -hmm. but this does raise another interesting question which we're not really going to answer today but i think we're going to ponder today uh, which is is kids education universal because when we were researching this episode um something that came to mind is something that um so, uh, some ways of parenting your kids in one country might not work in another country uh for a lot of different reasons um so i guess my first question to you or what i want to ponder with you is do you think that's right do you think that as a global community there should be some sort of universal parenting guidelines or do you think that it always depends oof you kind of sort of put me in the spot because my answer is both okay uh because i obviously understand why every kid is different Mm -hmm. But I do think there's some things that should be universal. Like, for example, the don't hit your kids. I personally think that should be universal, regardless of where you are. Okay. But there are certain circumstances that can vary and you cannot do the same. So, for example, some kids will, I mean, some places in the world, you wouldn't like to bathe your kid at night because the nights are too cold. And some other places, you actually prefer to bathe them at night because then they can sleep better because the nights are too warm. So it really depends. I don't think there's like a guideline in the specific of parent of what to do in itself. But I'm, I know I'm contradicting myself because I do think that there are things that should be universal, like body autonomy. Because, for example, they all go and kiss your grandma hello and the kid is like i don't want to and the parents are like i don't care if you don't want to or not go and kiss grandma like that is violating body autonomy so stuff like so basically whatever uh intrudes or uh, that's not the correct word but it escaped me but whatever uh disturbs <sighs> i cannot find the proper word and i will not find it i know but everything that is uh, against what I will say a right of the kid should be universal like there should be universal rights just like there's a right and an obligation to provide uh, cover and food stuff like that I don't know if I'm explaining myself no I can kind of get it I mean there, there are universal rights of children universal children rights yeah uh, exactly but I think they should we should add stuff to it okay 
Okay. It's always an interesting topic, isn't it? Because um, you you can have your own opinion, but at what point does it become imposing on other communities and exactly. on other countries? Even that thing about body autonomy. Yes, I may agree with you, but are we being reductive? And are we being exactly. to, you know, should it have to apply to all cultures and stuff like that? So that's it's always... what I said, you're putting me in the spot, because obviously that's what I consider correct. But I, I think yeah. it's always the conflict that, there's always the conflict of, well, but who... Who died and made you the ultimate moral authority to dictate what is correct and what isn't? You know, so you start questioning. Okay, so yes, that there is. It is true that I'm no one to tell what is like, what should be and shouldn't be allowed. But there's also things that should be obvious. Just like provide food and shelter is obvious. I think. Yeah. For example, the no violence should be obvious. For example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you um but it's an interesting topic and like i said we're not going to be able to answer this question today i think it's more just to ponder uh, for ourselves and have that in mind as we go through this episode um, and i think what is really interesting here is that um there's always been shitty advice given on parenting right so there's always been weird trends and all of that and i think the internet like it does to many many things it just sort of amplifies the worst aspects of it it kind of puts the worst um parenting advice at the same level as the good parenting advice and it puts the owners of uh, deciphering which one is which on uh, the person reading it uh, because what happened previously is that you had some shitty advice and then no one really took you know paid attention to it so it didn't have the same level of attention but nowadays the word the worst kind of advice sometimes even has more attention than the good kind of advice because sometimes it sounds interesting and all of that but just to prove to you that the uh, bad advice is not something recent that it's always existed i just um uh, looked it up and there were some interesting um advice uh, for parents given um you know in the last century in in the 20th century um uh, just you know for parents um so three of them that i really <laughs> thought were interesting um uh, the first one is not thinking of ugly things while you're pregnant so that the baby isn't ugly so if you start <laughs> thinking about ugly things then the baby will be ugly what do you think of that i think that's personally i think that's dumb <laughs> i personally think what a brave statement bruna <laughs> yeah i know hot taking coming uh, i think that's dumb <laughs> nah yeah, it's 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 really yeah, it's really dumb. I mean, it's really dumb. <laughs> yeah, not thinking of everything so the baby isn't ugly. Um, I don't know. Um, I guess this one, we maybe we need to ask a woman what they think. Maybe uh, maybe they were th just thinking about nice things. So that's why uh, our kids ended up being nice or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but that's definitely an interesting one. So how much do you see it working from zero to ten? Oh, zero. <laughs> well, no. Should we should we do the same thing we did with the the episode of uh, the how do we grade the British traditions and should we go by just the foreigners and fathers grading instead of individual ones? Yeah, let's do that. 
So this one is a zero, right? Yeah, this one is a zero. Okay. Definitely. I just wanted to comment on your, your precisely on your comment on the internet. The problem is, at the beginning, everyone thought the internet was going to be just great because everyone will have access to information. The problem is that the internet is not as regulated as, for example, the the world of uh, literature or books that you kind of sort of have to present where are you getting the info. So there's a lot of, uh, to quote President Trump, fake news online. Obviously, I'm not saying that books are perfect. There's also a lot of books that are pandering nonsense, but it's harder to... Like, well, there was less access to information, but now there's more access to also wrong information. So like you're saying, it's giving a megaphone to the wrong sources and people are just gravitating to it. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's a problem. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you're saying the problem is that it's not regulated. <laughs> is that a problem? How would you go about yeah, regulating exactly. the no, internet? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's what I was... And then I thought, well, there's... Because I thought there's also books that are wrong, but they're not the same amount. And then I thought, well, but it's precisely the same. It's, there's not the same amount because the internet has more access. So it's not that books are better regulated. It's just that there were less of them because it takes a lot more time to write a book than to put something on Facebook. Um, yes, precisely. But yeah, the problem is now information is more accessible, but not only good information is more accessible, just information in general. So that, that's what the problem is. And people don't care about doing the research. They just said, oh, I saw it online, so it must be true. So they don't yeah. care about looking who's saying it, why are they saying it. You even see some news, you see some posts on Facebook that is like, oh, breaking news, they discovered a new element. And people are starting talking about the new element and everything. And then realize that the person who posted is like a baker. Nothing to do with chemistry or anything. They just saw it online. So they assume that a scientist said so. But yeah, that's that's the problem. But like you were saying with these comments, that is precisely not nothing new. Because in the past, moms thought that if you thought ugly thoughts, your baby might be ugly. Well, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, precisely, precisely. Like there were definitely some people who thought that that was some of the advice uh, that was given. <clears throat> um, another one that I found is um, no left-handed people, so no lefties. Um, yeah, that, I was one of the first generations in Mexico that were allowed to be lefties. My sister still, she had one teacher that, because my sister was ambidextrous, and she was one teacher, she had one teacher that was adamant that writing with your left hand was wrong. So now she's just a right-handed. And obviously my in my sister's generation it wasn't as predominant, but there were obviously still some people as per her ex own experience. But yeah, in Mexico that disappeared not that long ago. Not with my, again, my sister's generation, it was very rare to find it, but you still find it. But it still disappeared, let's say, around my grandma's generation. That's when everyone was still like, no, lefties are the devil, stuff like that. Yeah, it was, isn't it? That's the thing that strikes me the most bizarre about this one, is that there's not really a specific reason why. I mean, not that the other one thinking about ugly things, but at least the other one you could see like, okay, you think ugly thoughts, you get an ugly baby. You can kind of see the link between the two. Yeah, there's the a thing. correlation. The, yeah, exactly. But in here is like, we don't want left-handed people. Why? Because they're wrong. 
What? Apparently it was a sin. I think there yeah. were religious people that said that, that you shouldn't be left-handed. Yeah, precisely, precisely. And uh, even in Italian, isn't it? Like in Italian, left is sinister. So, you know. Oh, well, same in Spanish. Surdo uh, is the, the contrary of diestro. And diestro means dexterous. So... When you're with your right hand, you're dexterous. When you're with your left hand, you're sinister. What? what how do you say it in Spanish? Uh, surdo. <laughs> do you know what surdo is in Portuguese? What? Deaf. Deaf, as in cannot hear. Yeah. Ah, well, I, it's in Spanish. That's sordo. Okay. Well, in Portuguese, it's surdo, literally surdo. So the same thing as sordo, but with a U at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and surdo is left-handed. Yeah, but when you're right-handed, you're diestro. In so uh, Portuguese, uh, left-handed is canhoto. Let me actually let me just go ahead and Google it right quick. Definition de surdo. Uh, it's well, either a person who writes with the left hand or contrary to how it should be. Interesting. So that's what that's what surdo meant. Contrary to how it should be. Exactly. And if you were right-handed, you were dexterous. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so zero to ten. How nonsense is this? Oh, zero as well. Especially because I'm left-handed. Yeah. Okay. Let me rephrase this because it's ten on being nonsense. So how how sh oh, how okay, much should yeah. how much should people follow it? And then it's a zero. Yeah. Correct. Perfect. Um, the next one is also good. Uh, I'm sure uh, it has something to do with the Cold War and people, you know, growing up uh, after the Second World War. And that is, um, you know, you shouldn't hug or kiss your children very much because that will make them grow up as socialists. What do you think? Well, we all know that's true. <laughs> that is true. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, ki love kids are socialists, of course. <laughs> you love, you know, if you love your kids, they will grow up as socialists. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, no. Foreigners and fathers, 10. <laughs> we endorse that message. <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I think that uh, obviously that was because of the Red Scare and all of that. Uh, there's a lot of assumptions there. One of the assumptions being like, okay, how bad is it to be a socialist? Another thing is, what do you think is a socialist? And uh, another thing is, well, like, why does that mean that you can't love your kids? And another one is, all socialists oh. were loved. Like, also, um, I there's, found so it so weird. there's so many things, there's so many assumptions there. Because obviously this is an American thing. Yeah. So I found it so weird because they were against socialism. So why is it that they are equiperating, or well, sorry, I don't know if that word exists in English, but they're equating a good feeling like love to a bad thing like socialism. I'm not saying socialism is bad, I'm going by their logic. So it, it's weird, yeah. isn't it, how they, they're, they're saying... If I do this good thing, you will grow up in a bad thing. So I should be mean and hard to you so that you grow up like a real man. Yeah, I think that's what it is, isn't it? It's all that part about projecting a hard message of like a hard people against like socialism, which is all about like being soft and and like so. So it's it's really about it's the I guess it's the '60s version of the Chad versus Virgin meme. 
I guess. I saw the other day a, 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 a mantra that a lot of people believe that it says, hard times create hard men. Hard men create good times. Good times create soft men. Soft men create bad times. Yeah. So yeah. that's what they believe. And also, notice yeah, how male centric that is. Uh, I'm just going to point out that that is very male centric. Um, but yeah, I guess it follows that logic. Like, you need to be tough and you need to be hard to have a good time. I'm not saying I agree with that mantra, it's just that it's very popular. Like, like you said, you have heard it before. So I guess yeah. it comes out of that. So I guess this is, comes to false. Uh, I cannot say that love makes you a socialist because that really has no <laughs> yeah. course. Like, but I also cannot say you that because it's just, I don't know how to properly grade this one because it's obviously wrong. But at the same time, it's something that you I... should do. Exactly. Yes. Um, like you should love your kids without concerning you. Uh, let's create. I think we should create a zero because we both agree that how you treat your kid does not determine their political I agree. inclination. It might affect it, but it won't determine it whatsoever. I agree. I agree. Let's let's rate it as a zero on the basis that it makes no sense. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a non sequitur. It's like saying, don't raise your kids or they grow a beard. It's like... Exactly. Okay. Cool. Um, so that was from well, the past. I just wanted to prove to you yeah. that there's always been, well, to you, to your listeners, just in general, that there's always been some strange advice and all of that. So there's always been a push for people to distinguish between what is good advice and what is bad. Um, but on to the more meaty part of uh, the episode uh, what do you, what have you got for me in terms of online advice and how these messages spread nowadays well just before we go into that yeah. i actually wanted to attach one more i wanted to now be the one who throw you a red curb and okay. a, a surprise one of blast from the past don't make silly faces or they'll get stuck yes but some of that stuff I never know whether that's actually advice first of all that's not it's not really parenting advice it's 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 about the kids themselves but secondly it's kind of like it's more because you want to achieve an outcome it's because you're tricking your kids you know what I oh, mean no, 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 no. I'm you just don't that, want them to yeah, make no. faces I don't think that I'm not people saying for people who no 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 I'm not saying it for people who were using it as a detriment and saying it for people who actually believed it and I know there's people that believed it because I've seen it uh, well obviously if people believe it that just you know nonsense uh, I guess in order okay, to get so to a stage of that zero, you'd need to like freeze your face or something um so yeah i okay i agree it's it, it's a zero, zero. still yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i think most of these are going to be a zero so <laughs> pretty much yeah but going back to that was the past right yeah but that hasn't stopped and like we said earlier now it has a megaphone but not only because of the internet also because of how social structures now work we have now a bunch and i mean a bunch of celebrities not as many as as we had in the past like there's a reason why madonna and michael jackson were the king and queen of pop respectively because there weren't that many competition now we have a new singer every month and they're all super celebrities the problem is people 
confuse being a celebrity with being an expert. Yeah. So they think that because they're rich and famous, they're experts in every and all fields, which is not true. So there's a lot of celebrities that are pandering snake oil, like Kim Kardashian that was saying that you should take placenta pills, uh, which, I mean, I know there's some people that used to eat their placenta, but taking placenta pills just seems to take it to a whole other level, which... No, Especially telling other people that, you... that it's good, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And not only that, it's also that now it involves buying a product. It wasn't just now eating your placenta. Now you have to buy a product made of placenta. Yeah. So it's just now. That's now. Definitely. Very, very strange one. And this one, it's also, I mean, I know you're the one who saw it, so I'm actually even going to ask who the hell is Lisa Wilchild? Oh, no, hang on, hang on. What do, we, what do we grade the first one? Oh, zero. Um, well, actually, wait, 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 wait. Actually, I cannot grade it right now because I don't know. Because, again, I know that a lot of people do say, or at least they do eat their placenta. So I don't know if it actually has a nutritional value. So it's not like it's going to do anything good, I think. But I don't, I mean, it's, uh, it's like a vitamin, maybe? I, I cannot grade this, this, is, this is what I'm research. No, this is what I'm saying. Like, obviously, we're not going to do the research now. From what we can see online and from when I was reading it, like, there's no evidence that it makes it any good. So there's no specific evidence that says, yeah, oh, yes, there, it works or something. So first of all, even if it did work, very odd but let's say that uh, but the evidence doesn't show that it works or anything but i would say i would grade it, I, I think that we should grade it as a one instead of a zero just to distinguish from the previous ones because the previous ones i think they were like complete nonsense right like there's no relation or there's no reason to believe that it's just like these came from thin air um, but this one i guess because of the nutritional value because it's the human body and because you've got things like stem cells and stuff like that i guess i could like just to distinguish it i guess i would go with a one yeah it's possible it's in the realm of possibility so because it it forces us to the research to be able to discard it it's a one i agree perfect Oh, so Lisa, with Lisa Welchel, um, I have no idea. Basically, I looked it up and she had like seven different titles. Actress, songwriter, singer, um, life coach and a few other ones. So, I, I don't know, a glorified social media influencer, I guess, or someone who has way more viewers than she needs. <laughs> and the nose? <laughs> hmm? than us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well she says that it's a good idea to put hot sauce on your kid's tongue if they're misbehaving as a disciplinary method which i guess is just a modern version of like washing their mouth with soap yeah but worse i guess <laughs> i don't know because at least it's not poisonous if this is not poisonous but like getting your child's tongue to like uh you know on fire pretty much isn't that like more torturous in a way yeah but again sadly i have to grade it at one because even though i completely disagree with it 
I can see it being effective as a detriment. For all I, the I, I think we should go a little bit further. I think that for that reason, I think we should go at as a two. Again, to distinguish it from the placenta pills. Because the placenta pills is like, I don't know, probably not. Yeah, you're but right. This so one, the I guess it does work, but, we need to but you shouldn't do it. So yeah, so the placenta pills are something that we needed to research. And then we found out it doesn't work. So a one. This one, it, it works, but it works for all the wrong reasons, and we completely exactly. disagree with it, so we have to give it a two. Exactly. Perfect. Cool. What's next? Now, the next one is uh, something that I'm pretty sure excited a lot of paparazzis when she said it, <laughs> which is being naked around your kids, which is what Christina Aguilera said. And, I mean, what is the purpose of this one, even? What is, why do you so, want to be naked around your kids? Apparently, to make them okay with, like, sexuality and, like, on two different ends. On the first one, to see that, like, the parents are, like, confident about their body and confident about themselves. And secondly, uh, because uh, it to show that, uh, like, genitals and sexuality, it doesn't have to be anything special. Okay. Um, well, again, it's un unorthodox and it's not something that I'm comfortable doing, especially depending on the age as well. But I think I'm comfortable giving it a five. A five? Wow. Yeah. Um, wow, I don't even know what to say. A five. Five out of ten. Let me explain my reasoning. Okay. I don't, I don't agree with the whole sexuality thing and everything, but I do agree with that it's okay to teach them... Well, I mean, sorry, I, I, the thing is sexuality has a weird connotation when I say it in English, but I think it's okay to teach them biology and men are different than women, and obviously that isn't just biological terms. I'm not talking sociological or psychological, uh, so sure. before anyone gets, gets uh, offended. Uh, and I'm not saying that because it will be wrong to be offended. I'm saying it because I think it's okay to clarify it. And so I'm clarifying it now. I mean, in the terms of biology. I got you. Uh, uh, so I think it's okay to teach them that. And also I think it's okay to... Because the, the easy, I mean, it's sad that we have to do this, but the easier they learn to be comfortable with naming stuff correctly, like saying penis, vagina, instead of my wee-wee or my bum-bum, if something horrible were to happen, it's easier for them to explain it. Again, it's very sad that I even have to think that. But I read not that long ago a study that said that a lot of kids that actually come forward, people don't take them seriously because I said, X person showed me their wee-wee. Instead of saying, the teacher took her penis out, his penis out. Uh, so how I would How would okay that be confusing, though? Like, if a kid said to you, like, the teacher took his wee wee out. Like, wouldn't that know, wouldn't that flag that. the same red flags to you? It will for me, but I'm not everyone. Like, mm. I don't know. It's just, I, I, I mean, again, that's what I read. It's, okay. it, it might be wrong, but that's what I read. Uh, okay. I didn't take the time to actually check the veracity of of the source, uh, which is very appropriate for this saying. episode. Exactly. So I'm not saying please quote me. Uh, but that is what I read and I do think it's okay for them to learn at a young age and debilify it because I don't agree with people uh, taboo making their own body taboo uh, I the problem is the reason why I'm giving it a five is because I know I don't think that is a correct way to do it and I also don't want to 
completely cross the line and try to erase the norms that we as a society have. I don't want them to be like, do not have any sort of shame because I don't want them to go around naked on the street because that is not something that we do. <laughs> it's simply something that we as a society, it's, we don't do. So I don't want them to go around breaking societal contracts. But that's why I give it a five. Yeah, I I don't know. I, okay, here's why five for me sounds a little bit uh, um, too high. It's just because I, I, I'm not against anything of what you said. But I think the difference is that her advice is to be naked around them like all the time. As in, don't wear clothes around the house unless you have guests coming over kind of thing you know oh, so no, just sorry. just my bad just like being nudists at home pretty much which is yeah no sorry so i guess yeah, i yeah, guess I like understand maybe a three because at least the intentions yeah. are better than hot saucing their tongue so a three or a three and a half yeah no completely no i, I would say go down to three i completely misunderstand that i meant like being comfortable being naked around them no no and it's more also, about like just being all the time <laughs> yeah no let, let's go down to a three because also it also depends on age when they're younger it's okay but you're not gonna be around naked around your kid when they're like eight or nine well maybe you do and if you do that's totally fine but i personally Is it? <laughs> I, I don't think yeah i don't know maybe i don't know i don't want to maybe that's the thing i don't know i'm not as a, as a, as a child psychologist so i don't know what the effect will be sure. but i personally find it weird so i wouldn't do it okay let's keep it as a tree then yeah uh so yeah what's next well the other one is attachment parenting so that was was done by Majin Bialik. Um, so what did you? Why don't you explain to us what is attachment parenting? Yeah, sure. Uh, so attachment parenting is basically um, when you don't have nannies, you don't have babysitters or anything like that. It's essentially you have a kid, and you have to basically be a full time parent uh, to the kid. Uh, so you know not allow anyone else to spend time with them uh, for parenting purposes so spend yeah allowing other people to spend time with the kid yes but not on a babysitting capacity so not let anyone else parent the kid yeah no i completely disagree i mean i'm not saying give your kids to other kids but i let my mom take care of nim nim and i let nim nim hang out with her grandpas and... i think this goes a little bit beyond family i think this is more in terms of no nannies or babysitters or anything so not on a professional capacity like a family yes because family is parenting but it's basically kind of that but it's still but so i think that one is like sort of okay but it's more about like you have to be a full-time parent okay um, well i don't know how to say because again it's like i don't use a nanny but because i can't afford it but if i i don't think there's anything wrong with using a nanny if you have taken the proper precautions of interviewing her and checking her sources like yeah. even i will, will go as far as making sure they have like a letter that they have never committed a crime or something like that you know but there is a vetting process so as long as you go through that vetting process and you do it once or twice or like i'm i'm not saying let them live with their nanny like in Victorian times that nannies were the parents because I actually don't agree with that I disagree with that 
but using a nanny once and every once in a while i don't i don't see that as bad so if they're saying never use a nanny uh, i can see the reasoning behind it but I, I think I will give it the same as the naked thing. I will give it a three because I can see the reasoning behind it, but I just don't agree with it. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. I think that it also creates like um, probably spoiled children as well. Like if your mom is always around or if your dad's always around, like, yeah. And, and another thing is that it comes from a position of high privilege as well, because mm -hmm. like, you know, okay, great for you if you can afford it, but like the common mortal can't, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, because imagine if they they mean also no nursery. How is yeah, 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 every, that's what like, they mean, also no nursery. Yeah, exactly, so how is every common Joe gonna afford not going to work? <laughs> so yeah, precisely. It comes of, of a place of super high privilege. Precisely. So yeah, a three sounds about right as well. Yeah, excellent. And the last one is from the um, clueless own Alicia Silverstone, and it says "mouth feed a child." So what would you rate that one? So mouth feeding a child, for context, is basically feeding your kid as if you were a bird. Oh, I completely misinterpret that one. Holy moly, on a stick! Can we can we jump? To conclusions on Jose Zero, that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's literally just like if it was a bird, so you chew the food and then yeah, you give I was it about to your to say, kid. Yeah, that one is that one is a ten, obviously. And then you said no, it means like puking your food onto your baby's mouth. <laughs> um hang on. Let's get out of the clear gross and strange mindset that this puts no, no, us no, on no 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 even by health reasons that's so wrong the, I, the bacteria that are inside your mouth no i guess i guess tremendous. you're right it's a zero because there's absolutely no reason to do it like it's in the same it's in the same spot as like thinking of ugly things so the baby isn't ugly it's like mouth feeding your your child why? Why do you think that's necessary? Not only, that, not only that, like the only reason why we're not giving it a minus one is because it doesn't exist. But this could be dangerous, man. Like this literally could be dangerous. If you, <laughs> for example, didn't chew something properly, the baby can choke. If you, again, have some sort of cut in your mouth and you or any bacteria, you're going to pass it to your baby. If you have herpes, you're, you're going to give your kid herpes. And I'm not saying it because the <laughs> herpes, I'm saying the actual virus of herpes. It uh, can yeah, be herpes very dangerous. Yeah. yeah, it can be very dangerous on a, on a baby. So, yeah, no, this is a complete zero. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I, I think you're right. So, yeah, by Alicia Silverstone, another actress that I've never heard of. But uh, this one... Oh, I, really? You never heard of Alicia Silverstone? I actually haven't, no. Hmm. Where was she on? Uh, a lot of things. Again, it was, she was in, in Clueless. And okay. I don't, I don't remember the all the things, but she is uh, a, a famous actress. I'm pretty sure if you Google her picture, you'll you'll recognize her. Yeah, I know. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, cool. So yeah. So there's that. <laughs> um, yeah. So. What else have you got for me? Uh, I think we are done with the celebrity ones. So, what else do you have for me? Well, then the, there's the the very the new age ones that are uh, making the rounds. 
Uh, okay. For example, we have the the don't say no. Wow. What? Yeah, you have heard of that one. Right? I have. Sure. I have. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I mean, there's there's two variants to this one because there's a not the don't say no as in Ray Super Spoiled Child, but there's also the find other ways of saying no, which that one I don't quite. I mean, I won't do it. I I'll, I don't mind. I don't have a problem saying no, and I actually think they have to understand that sometimes no is an option, especially because they're they're also gonna have to say no eventually. So it's important for them to to know when it's okay to say no. But I kind of, sort of, can understand why some parents want to find workarounds to say no. But yeah, I, I don't agree with it. Yeah, fair enough. No, I, I agree with that. Uh, so there's a few different variations, as you say, uh, just kind of like using, like some people literally will never say the word no in the context of denying something to their kids. It's like always finding other ways or just kind of going around. And it's just like, my God, who has the time to think of these? Honestly, like, I don't understand it. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so what are we rating these in terms of, in terms of should people do it, does it work, etc. So in general, what's our grade for this one? I think just for because it has variants, we have to go with a one because we will have to, it's basically again forcing us to the research. We have to investigate what are the variants and what are you proposing? And then we can say, actually, yeah, no, we don't agree. So I will say 1.5 even. Mm, let me see. Uh, let me compare it to the other ones. Let me think. So hot saucing was a two. The naked and attachment was a three because it was like sort of well intentioned, uh, but still very very strange. Um, this one probably slightly more damaging in terms of creating spoiled children, but not like overly. Uh, I think one point five might be a little bit too low. Like it. If, if hot saucing their tongue is a 2, which is actually pretty much torture, uh, I think this one would be in the same ballpark as being naked and attachment parenting, so a 3. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. You're completely correct in that assessment. I agree. Perfect. Um, what else? Well, the other is basically, again, just going into uh, the other side of the coin, which... I guess it makes sense. We, like we were saying, a lot of current parents grew up with the era of you have to be tough, you have to be hard, love is dumb. So I think now they're in trying to compensate that. They're going to the other extreme. So the other one is the no punishing or disciplining your kids, which I think can be very dangerous actually. So yeah. I, I will give it a, a I, I know it sounds ridiculous because we just gave the other one a three, but I will give this one a zero. Like you a can zero? Some, yeah, because obviously there's a lot of factors in it that I cannot basically even give my opinion because I'm not qualified. But I think you're at risk of, of raising a sociopath. <laughs> like imagine believing that you can do whatever you want and there's no consequences. What is going to stop you for one day just pushing someone to the train tracks because you found it dumb? Obviously, your conscience is going to stop you, but still, I pretty sure, like I, I think it can be very damaging. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't know if I would go with a zero, just in the sense that 
I can kind of see what the intention is. So I think I would be more like a one or a two because I do think that it's it's not. I, I do agree that a three would be. It would have to be below a three because a three is kind of like. I, I don't know, you can kind of see it, etc. But th this one is actually damaging to society as a whole if you never punish or discipline your kids. And, you know, if you're at a restaurant and they're just kicking everything around and just playing with stuff but and you don't only discipline society, But a one or a three. Kids. Uh, two. What? You like it's not only a danger to society, it's also a danger to your kids. You're yeah, doing yeah, them yeah, a yeah. service. Yeah, yeah, But what I mean is like you're damaging even more than just your kids, so it's even worse. So I would say I would say because if a zero is like it makes no sense whatsoever, um, then I would say like a one or a two. What do you think? I'll leave, I'll leave the final one to you, but I think it should be a one or a two. What do you think? I think let's go with a one because I said zero, you said two, so we should average it at a one foreigners and fathers grade. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's do that. Cool. So this is a one then. Um, cool. But what, what, now that we saw all those technically, well, not technically, but actually crappy advice, because we couldn't find even one that we thought it was a good idea. Yeah, they all maxed you, out to three. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell us something that we, we actually think might be a good idea? Yeah, perfect. So in the, as it is, it is difficult, but in the middle of all the advice, in the middle of everything, uh, it's hard sometimes to find advice that you think... You know what? Maybe this could work. I could see this working. Um, so uh, I found some that I think could be interesting, but I'm, I'm curious to know what your opinion and I'm curious to see what sort of ratings will give it. Uh, so the first one is basically uh, for when the kids are having a meltdown. So <clears throat> if the kids are having a meltdown, you know, they're throwing a tantrum, like, how do you stop it? Uh, so someone was suggesting uh, online, and this all came from a Reddit thread, and th they were suggesting that uh, you ask them, oh, oh, hi, uh, what color are your shoes? Or what colors are your clothes? Or, you know, what's the color? Or which one's your favorite? So just by asking that, when they're like at that age of like, three four years old it gets them thinking it kind of removes them from whatever they were having a meltdown about and they kind of have to stop because kids love saying like this kind of stuff because it's like the favorite color and like it forces them to like look at them and say like and, and you know think about what was asked and think about what they're wearing and stuff and that removes them from the headspace of having a meltdown um so yeah what do you think about that one yeah i actually agree i don't i haven't tested it so i don't know how much it works in all honesty but uh, and we can go into a whole other thing that there's right now a big fight in psychology between behavioral cognitive behavioral therapy versus psychoanalysis and this falls into cognitive behavioral therapy which is basically find patterns to adjust the situation but i'm not going to go into that because again i'm not qualified it's just something that i've been researching in one of my hyperfixations yeah and not everything um, is black versus white isn't it but i without any further knowledge so only based on what i currently know I could see the logic and I could see it, like I could see myself trying it. I actually yeah. think I will give it a shot. That's what I mean. So 
because of that, I cannot give it a 10 because I, I haven't tried it and tested, so I don't know if it I works. Agree. But I can see myself trying it, so I will give it an 8. Yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, and it sounds fair. Uh, let me think, in terms of what we think works or in terms of what we think is good advice. Yeah, let's let's give it a, a solid 8. I think that's fair. I was thinking whether it should be a 7, but I think an 8 in terms of, you know, it's pretty much harmless. Even if it doesn't work, it's not a big deal. Uh, and it's not going to harm anyone doing it. It's probably, you know, it probably works for some people. So I think a, an 8 is good. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so the next one is the rule of 7. So only 7 more. So what does that mean? So... You know, when you, I, I remember this when I, when it was with my younger brother and even when it was me when I was a kid, which is like, you take a kid somewhere and they go like, oh, you know, um, I just want to stay a little bit more. And, you know, you, you want to go home for whatever reason, you just want to go home. And um, what this suggestion is, is instead of saying, oh, just five more minutes or we're going to go soon, so get ready, is basically giving them a tangible number to work for so for example imagine you're at a swimming pool it's going like oh only seven more dives or only seven yeah yeah only seven more dives so the idea there is that you give them a specific number that they work towards and it's not a number that is just like three or four because if it's three or four they're always going to say oh just one more just one more uh, but if you give them like seven it's a high enough number that it works it's not going to take you like uh, you know another hour or another couple of hours um, but uh, but it seems to work in terms of getting them to come with you so they feel satisfied yeah, I, I, and this is all anecdotal, but I will give this one. So I, I'm not giving it to the foreigners and fathers because uh, I don't know what you will think. But anecdotally speaking, I will give this one a ten. Oh, interesting. How so? It worked on me. It worked on my niece. That's what my mom used to do. Uh, she used to be not seven precisely. She used to actually do it on ten. Okay. But uh, and well, the number varied depending on what stuff. Yeah, the example, rule of seven is just like to give it a name, but, uh, but it doesn't have to be seven. She used it on the other way around. Sometimes we were like, oh, we don't want to eat anymore. But it's not because we weren't hungry. It's because we were bored, for example. And she will be like, okay, just three more, and that's it, right? So let's separate this and just three more. Uh, but she used to always do it in the, I want to stay more. And she will be like, okay, 10 minutes. But you ha af after the 10 minutes, you have to put your foot down because otherwise it doesn't work. They yeah. will keep on eating you. But it worked and it did always makes me feel that I was okay with telling my mom, I don't want to do this anymore. I never felt like I was treated unfairly because I had the, tr the capacity of saying, I want to stay more. And I always felt that I could negotiate and she would be like, okay, 10 more minutes. And I also served, and again, this is anecdotal, it might be just me, but it also served me to know that if she said, no, we cannot do 10 minutes, it means that we really must go. Because I know that if she could, she would allow me to stay 10 more minutes. So I, that's what I personally will give it a 10. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, uh, the uh, 
the advice on here was that they didn't even use minutes or anything like they they said this as opposed to giving minutes because this is more like allowing them to do seven more things like if it's going down the slide it's like okay go down the slide seven more times uh, or yeah, no, or that, stuff it makes like sense. that yeah i just said minutes because it was a matter of of when it was time of course but she of also course. did it as in seven more slide if i tell her i want to go again she will say like okay five more slide downs or it, it, but if it was something on time for example video games like i want to play more she wouldn't say okay seven more lives especially because she didn't know <laughs> yeah games, that is so true that's when <laughs> she will say okay seven more minutes but it if it was swinging it would be like okay five more swings and then we go so yeah it, i like it worked on me and then i also saw her use it on my knees and i also saw it that it worked so anecdotally speaking i will give it a 10. Perfect. Uh, what do you think about um, giving it a, a joint grade of 9? Because I was thinking of grading it as an 8, so meet in the middle, grade it as 9? Yep. Perfect. Uh, the next one is more of a funny one, uh, but I, I like it. And that is, um, so let's say that you're, you know, it's the middle of the day, your kids are a little bit older, they can entertain themselves pretty much, but, you know, you're tired and you want to go to sleep. And this hack or this tip was if you want to go to sleep, um, you just say that if when when you wake up, you're doing chores together. So, OK, I'm going to have to take a nap now. But when we wake up, we're going to do some chores around the house. We're going to clean the house. And uh, basically what the poster was saying was that it's the best way to ensure that they're not going to disturb your sleep because they know that as soon as you wake up, you're going to do chores so they'll leave you alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that one? I found it hilarious more than anything. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Um, I don't know, it's just I can see it working, but also at the same time, I don't know if I want to use it. Because it implies chores. <laughs> like it will, it will actually add me some discipline as well. I don't know. What do you think? Give me, give me first your idea so I can make and more. I have more time to think. What do you think? Um, I think that um, so. So on this one, I've I, I added this one because I just thought it was hilarious. But in terms of what I think. Uh, if the previous two were an eight, um, I think this one is more like, uh, I, I guess, a six. Um, I guess, like, if a five is, is like, uh, I guess I could try it at some point. This one is like, okay, yeah, uh, I, I would find it interesting to try it, but I don't know how effective it's going to be. So I would say for me, it's more around the mark of a six. Yeah, no, I agreed, I agreed. Cool. Let's let's give it the foreigners and father six then. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> and the next one, uh, this one, I actually find that it is very useful. So I'm already kind of spoiling where I think this may fall in terms of a grade. But it's like whenever you need to give 
to whenever you need your kids to do something that they don't want to do you kind of present them with a fake option of doing of doing two bad things so it's kind of like i don't know do you okay instead of saying do you want some veggies it's kind of going like okay do you want the broccoli or do you want the green beans and then it kind of puts the illusion of choice on them and then instead of going like oh i don't want to eat this it's like well you've got to eat it you chose i gave you the option it was broccoli or green beans and you chose the green beans so now you have to eat the green beans i'm sorry buddy but it was your choice um and i really really like it because i think that on a kid it works well and it's a good way to um uh, just to, to, you know, get them to take responsibility for what they're choosing as well. And they'll feel that responsibility. Um, so, yeah, I, I like I really like this one. What, what do you think? I completely agree. I actually, it's funny that you mentioned it because I already heard it in the past. And I was yeah. like, that sounds like such a smart idea. Again, I cannot give it a 10 because I haven't tested it yet. Uh, but it, I, I, when when I heard it, I was like a light bulb moment, you know, it was like, of course, because if you just say, here's your veggies, they'll be like, I don't want veggies. But if you give them an option, it gives the illusion of choice. And it, it sounds a little bit manipulative. So that's what I was a little bit like effy, but it's not really. It's just a way for you to to do what to to help them do what they need to do which is eat healthily so yeah uh, and uh, at the same time it also gives them more uh, oh i forgot the the word agency you're giving them the agency of yeah. choosing you're not imposing something into them you're not telling them well you're gonna eat veggies and that's it they have agency in their life and they're choosing what they want uh, so yeah, I, I think this one is a, a 9, only because I haven't tested it. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I think a 9 sounds uh, sounds good as well. Uh, again, because I haven't tested it, but I really, really like the idea. And I could very easily see it working. I just haven't tested, as you said. Um, so yeah, I'm okay with the 9. Excellent. Great. And so we've got what's the next one yeah the next one is actually the last one we've got for today uh sorry to disappoint anyone listening um but uh this one is also a little bit because it's funny uh, but it does i guess work as well uh, which is telling your kids that when they lie their ears turn red because and it's not so much because they they'll feel like something bad's going to happen to them but the reason why they were saying it is they then started knowing when their kids were lying to them because when they, they, would they would like they ears. would cover their ears and they would uh, because the kid thinks oh i'm being so smart i'm hiding my ears so they don't know i'm lying but that's what tells us that they are lying so i love the ingenuity of this one and i found it hilarious as well um uh, so so yeah yeah, no, I, I also heard about this one before, and I also quite like it. But again, I, I anecdotally, I seen kids that turn the game on their parents because it was something similar. Not like your ears turn. Oh, maybe it was your ears turn red. But the kids knew that the parents were expecting them to cover their ears for that lie. So they simply started lying without covering their ears, and the parents were like, "Well, he's not covering their ears, so he's definitely not lying." Uh, so kids are smart. I respect man. that. I respect that. Yeah. If my kid does that, I'll just respect it. You know, I'll go like, if you're smart enough to lie like that, then you're smart enough to get away with it. <laughs> yeah, res 
respect the hustle, man. Yeah, yeah, respect so, the hustle, exactly. So only because of that I will give it an 8, because I know there are some kids that are like, mate, they, yeah, they're gonna, like, spin you around in circles if you think you can trick them so easily. Yeah, fair enough. I'm happy with that. Fantastic. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think we'll um, that's good for us for today. That's really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, same. It was really good, and it it, it made me put myself in the situation of what am I gonna do? You know, what, <laughs> yeah. like what what what's gonna happen? What like I can already picture myself of like, Nim, why are you eating ice cream? And she turns around, covered in ice cream, being like, I'm not though. You're you're, <laughs> you're like, what are you talking about? I'm not eating ice cream. <laughs> um, even sometimes it already happens that she does something cheeky but th she does it with such cuteness that Holly and I cannot help to laugh so we're giving an awful mixed signal of saying no while we're laughing our butts off so yeah it's gonna be interesting man yeah yeah I can't wait to you know get the video of you mouth feeding your kids <laughs> yeah I'm gonna put it on, on Patreon <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Tier one, you get to decide what I puke into Nim Nim's mouth. <laughs> that sounds disgusting, just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, fantastic. So, so are you okay with, with taking us out of the yeah, episode? Yeah, then? yeah, definitely. So, yeah, um, as usual, just uh, check the description for any relevant links and resources about today's episode. So we'll leave some of the links of some of the stuff we talked about. Uh, there's some more information in some of those links. So if you're interested in any of these um, or even more advice that is bad or good, then check out those links. Um, as usual, follow us on social media. And more importantly than that, if you see a post from us, please interact with it. So like it, share it, uh, comment on it because uh, that's really uh, what drives uh, our engagement and you know lets us know what works and what doesn't uh, so please do that and uh, I just give a follow to my good friend Bruno here on Twitch at Mariachi Viking um, where you can find some videos of him uh, streaming games um, as usual, you can write to us at contact at foreignersandfathers.com. That's right, our own domain as always, uh, very fancy. Um, so for today, what we're asking is if you have uh, anything that you swear by that works uh, as a parenting tool that we dismissed today uh, or anything else that we haven't covered that you think that it would be really useful to share as a parenting tool or it could even be that you find something that is completely bonkers you just watched it and you just want to let us know about something that is uh, silly that people are actually doing um as always, please remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. Uh, leave us a review. Very, very important. If you're listening to this and you enjoy it, this is episode 22. So if you haven't given us a review yet, what are you waiting for? Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah, what's up? I thought we were friends. Why are you leaving us a review? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it really helps us. Uh, it really helps us progress and, you know, keep us on the uh, on the podcast for the future. So we really appreciate that. Um, and for next week, um, the, our next episode is going to be about schools and education. We're going to look at the education 
education system of our countries and the UK, giving our thoughts on it. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and if you listen to this in the future, you can listen to it right away. Um, and that's all from me. So, uh, Bruno, thank you very much for your time today again. Uh, it's been really, really, really nice. So uh, thank you for that. No, my pleasure. Thank you for, for taking your time to hanging out with me as always. This I found this really, really good. I, I really love our talks and again, it makes me feel of, of the future. Uh, so thank you so much for, for taking your time and I'll say my goodbyes now. Yeah. Bye everyone. See you. Bye bye. Bye.